So listen, I've got a slight confession to make. Mm. Uh, you know, we had a, a podcast with Brian and, you know, I had a lot of difficulty. I, You know, first of all, I didn't send in the links. Then the computer didn't work. Then the phones, you know, is it? Well, normally I try and get a little something for people who've been on the podcast just to say mm. thank you. Nothing much. You know, maybe a bottle of wine or something. Do you know what I got him? Absolutely nothing. <laughs> oh, no. We've we've subjected. He's a so-called friend and he's had nothing off us. Not a thing. Yeah. Nada. I have got an idea about what you could get him. What? Given the quality of the podcast and your voice. Yeah. Earplugs. <laughs> it's not a bad idea. Bless him. Welcome, everyone, to episode uh, 222. Wow, you sounded very enthusiastic about that. I had to well, look at it. <laughs> 222, that sounds like a sort of a bingo kind of number or something. It does. Three. What's 22? It's something to do with ducks, I believe. Is it? I think so. Okay. Two fat ducks or is it fat ladies? No, that's 88. <laughs> Two, I don't know. I don't play okay. enough bingo. Sorry. Three, three ducks, 222. Of the Mid Faith Crisis podcast, my name is Nick Page, and there is Joe Davis. Hello, hello. It's great to be here. And uh, let's get straight in on the church notices. I think. Oh yes. Well, thank you. I think um, Bob, lovely Bob, has been sending through updates um, uh, to uh, the Mid Faith Crisis Carol service, and I think we got about fifty people signed in. Fifty. Wow. So thank you. We're really looking forward to seeing you and to sharing mulled wine and mince pies or whatever it is you happen to be bringing with you. Uh, so that's lovely. Uh, listen, uh, do come along. Uh, the sign-up details are on the uh, website yeah, and uh, they'll be in the show notes of this podcast. And they're so, on the Facebook uh, page. So you, yeah. you have no excuse for not coming along to this Christmas service. Of all the Christmas services you will be attending... Um, no, this is true. This And this is the only one that really sort of matters, I think. And by Christmas service, what do we actually mean? Because it's not a service, is it? No. <laughs> I mean, really, we don't really know what we mean by any of it, do we? And we no, don't even know true. what we mean by the podcast. But I mean, the, the, <laughs> I think it'll be matter. a conversation. It'll be what you expect. It'll be a conversation between Joe and I about Christmassy things. And, uh, you know, obviously he's promised us lots of special guests. So, you know. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. They'll be there. Oh, the special guest list. It's, I, I don't know how we're going to fit them all in at the moment. No. Yeah, no. it's difficult. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, do do come along. Thank you very much um, for all those who signed up. That's great. Yeah. Um, how how are you? Um, yeah. OK, I think. Do you know what? I tell you, this is I mean, we'll say more about this in a bit. But uh, last Friday, I I felt I really experienced joy. Like for the first time, not the person joy. That's a different thing. I mean, the emotion joy. Um, so what happened was it was a beautiful day last Friday. I don't even remember it. Really sunny, lovely. Had just a, a fantastic walk. Had a bit of an experience during the walk, uh, which I'll tell you about later. But in the evening... We went to Leonardsley Gardens, 
uh, to the illuminations. And I know this, like everyone's been to these things before, but I have never been to such an evening where there's light shows and the trees are lit up and there's fountains in the lake and there's, there's music playing. It's very atmosphere. And it was just enchanted and magical and beautiful. Mm. So that was a genuinely joyful but i felt i experienced joy for the first time for a a little while to be honest so that did my soul a lot of good oh that's great yeah Yeah. well thank you uh certainly for sending me so many photos of it um (laughs) i was excited (laughs) i mean 16 photos you sent me on whatsapp of this thing is that all? I've got more. I'll send you some no, more. I, no, 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 I will. Looked, I will. It's fine. It looked lovely. But as I as I texted you, I said, I, I looked at it and all I could really think was, oh, wow, they're going to have really expensive energy bill. Yeah, no, that is true. I hadn't thought of that. <laughs> you did. I'm having this amazing experience, listeners. And all Nick can do is sit back and think, oh, think, of, the, think of the electricity bill. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> anyway, it, it did good. look lovely. Yeah. But on the, on the other side of the coin, you know, family troubles and health issues seem to have spread to friends now. So uh, that's slightly disturbing, I must admit. Yeah. Uh, much love to anyone who's struggling at the moment or, you know, dealing with stuff. Um, and here we are in the cold, dark time of year. Not my favourite, but I'll tell you what the payoff is to this cold, dark time of year. You get amazing sunsets and sunrises. So mm. uh, there you go. Uh and that's me, I think. How are yeah, you? Great. Yeah, how are you, my friend? Well, you know, um lots lots happening. Um dealing with a lot of you know, house house moving issues and things like that and uncertainty and all kinds of stuff. Yeah. Find that quite wearing. And I, I I'm gonna talk about, you know, waiting and this in, in a little while. I don't but, envy yeah. you moving a house. I, I, I'm aware that is a lot of hassle and I know you're having some issues, so yeah, but in, in other good news, uh, I got a new coffee grinder. Just want to share that oh, with uh, have yeah, you? yeah. It's called a, a Wilfersvart. It's Nordic. It's Norwegian. Is it okay? Yeah. What is it called again? Little, What's it called again? A, Wil- a Wilfersvart or Svart Svart S V A R T. Anyway, Svart. Okay. Anyway, I got a, I got a, I got a new coffee grinder. I'm loving that. That's nice. Of course that's you that's are. very good. And uh, and I've been, as you said, I've been, I've discovered this amazing um, spiritual book that I've been working through called uh, Three Ingredient Cocktails. So that's <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised you've been able to nice. operate a coffee grinder. <laughs> given. Well, do you know what? I mean, I, here's the thing. I think um, you know people are going to think we're I'm a terrible drinker, but you know, I I I did have a couple of cocktails last night while watching the England match. Ah, yes, and. Uh, you know that was that that helped me cheer them on. I think <laughs> they played quite well. Yeah, I missed the Friday the Friday game, which was terrible because I was at Le- Lennersley looking at the illuminations. I don't know if I told you that. No, you didn't. And Let me send you some pictures. <laughs> I'd love I'd love that. I'd love that. Please send me more. I, I I've been reflecting a bit on sport actually. Yeah, makes me think about it because. I sort of thought, you know, in what ways is supporting England like being a Christian? <laughs> of course you did. Well, it's because for a lot of people, sport is their religion, isn't it? And, and, yes, and true. that's yeah. what they do. Their yeah. team are their kind of denomination and that. Mm. And and so 
I just, yeah, you know, I, I think what I was thinking was it brings sort of moments of exaltation, uh, but mostly it's a bit of a letdown. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if that's, that's not really how I feel about the faith at all. But uh, maybe it's more like church going in that sense, actually, rather than being a Christian. But anyway, uh, but but it did, I do think there is something spiritual about, you know, sport in that. Following Definitely. sport in this well, way. Well, ev- everything is spiritual, Nick. Of course that. it is, yes. But, yes. Yes, this is true. But there is this sort of communal kind of feeling about it, this get-together and, mm. um, you know, and, and a place where, as you were, you were ju- just talking about experiencing joy, mm. um, you, you do experience with watching sport intense joy, don't you? It's true, yeah. Or, if you follow England, you experience intense boredom and, <laughs> and despair pain. as well, yeah. and pain. <laughs> no doubt about it. <laughs> but so I was trying to think, well, why is it so powerful in our lives? What is it that that it gives us? And 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 I think I've sort of come down on the idea of story in a way. Been thinking a mm. lot about. It. I think what great sports events give you is a, is that story, and particularly if mm. there's a comeback, if there's a yeah, tri- oh, triumph. Yeah. yeah. And you know we love stories of redemption, because part of what I was thinking was about isn't it nice to see um what's his name Maguire playing so well I mean, and Maguire, not get because yeah, yeah. I understand he's had quite a hard time recently and you know yeah. he's not been appreciated and yet there he is he's he's found a place where he's he's appreciated and he's playing well and he's found a role and 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 Marcus Rashford coming back and scoring goals and you know I just think yeah we love those stories of of redemption and we love them because they're kind of hardwired into us into what we need in in life yeah and i'll, I'll say for the benefit of international people who don't know what we're talking about oh the, yeah the, the, those two players harry Maguire, and marcus rashford you know they're they've not been performing that brilliantly and there's been a lot of question marks about whether they should even be in the squad and certainly harry Maguire's definitely shouldn't be and yet what's been quite touching and moving is the uh England managers, Gareth Southgate, unshakable belief in them. He's like, no, I'm going to stay with you because I think you will do a great job for England. And then, of course, they're really performing well. And it's like that belief in them has is, is manifested itself on the field. And I think, mm. you know, that, that that is really powerful. And And actually, if you believe in a God who is on your side, who believes in you, and I think that's what... You know, the gospel stories and you think about Peter, the apostle, and just how much Jesus really believed in Peter, despite, you know, his clear failings uh, Mm. in the gospels. Yeah, there was such belief in him and how, you know, the belief of Jesus in Peter transformed him. It's it's quite moving. So, yeah, that's what it, it connects to in me. That sort of stuff. That's really interesting. I think that's true. I hadn't really thought about that. Mm-mm. And it's like, you know, some of your, mes- your memories about sport are very mixed. I mean, some people just don't like sport and don't gauge in any of it, and that's mm. understandable. But I think often that goes back, in fact, to their early experiences of it, mm. of being rejected or of, or of not being very good at it and being humiliated for it or whatever. Mm. Um you know, th- those those early experiences of not getting picked, or always getting picked last, you know, yeah. when you're... Oh. Uh, it's just it's it's amazing how that sort of stays with you. It does stay with you. You know, picking sides and you're not picked, and 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 so I think there's that there's 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 tremendous sort of power in in uh, just what you just said in terms of you know believing in someone and seeing them come through. 
and mm. seeing that happen. And of course, it could like you know, it does teach you these amazing things. Sport, I think it does. It does teach you really to never get your hopes up, uh, for one thing, because you know we we we've got we've played we've played well one week, badly the next time, uh, well again, and now yeah. we'll probably face crushing disappointment and despair. But it's all good. It's all part of um spirituality and part of life i think hey and listen have you 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 must have seen one of my favorite films the blind side with sandra bullock have you seen that movie no oh nick go watch that film it reduces me to tears every time because it's about exactly this thing this poor kid who's not given a break no one believes in him but sandra bullock believes in him oh yes she does and it's a true story (laughs) so Go. I mean, not that Sandra Bullock. That that probably isn't true. But whoever the person Sandra Bullock was playing actually did believe in this person. Gave them a home. Gave them a belief. Got them into a university where they could play. I mean, it's just beautiful. Honestly, okay. it's so uplifting. But you know that the ups and downs of sports <laughs> remind me. Is it okay to talk about this now? <laughs> remind yeah, me sure. of this experience I had last Friday. So I mentioned I experienced joy. So this this I think will make you laugh. So I really had this powerful divine moment. You know we get them every now and then. God knows we need them. So I got up on the morning of what was going to be a busy day. There are a few funerals. I went to the beach. Uh, and I was on my own. It was a calm, sunny day. I sat on the pier uh, on my little spot, um, and I was just sort of recounting those I know who are struggling at the moment. I mean, I mentioned there's a few friends going through bad times as well as family members who are going through health issues, and it was just like, you know, sometimes you just see everything in like HD, and you see colours a bit clearer, and you you hear the sounds of the birds more vibrantly and just you feel alive. And it was just I had this moment and tears literally filled my eyes. I'd felt so grateful. It was like, yeah, for the first time for a little while, I just it felt so great to be alive. I just mm. I, I my heart filled with gratitude. And, you know, I didn't I didn't express that in song. As I might have done, but or indeed interpretive <laughs> dance. <laughs> but, I think we're all grateful for that. Yeah, but, but it was this great moment. Okay, so so far so good. I'm having this absolute moment, and I thought, I thought, wow, I I genuinely know I'm alive in God. But here's here's the kicker. Here's the end of this story. <laughs> Within about thirty seconds of feeling so grateful to god and this is how fickle my you know the inside of my head is my mind drifted <laughs> to this thing that happened you know a few it's an insignificant thing and the detail doesn't matter but i started to get annoyed and <laughs> i was getting angry about a scenario that happened and you know started thinking about better things i could have said in the event of it. Mm, and it, okay yeah so but the point is this i went from this utterly transcendent god-filled moment and i i actually ruined it (laughs) by allowing my mind to drift off (laughs) in this direction and it sort of it sort of reminded me of 
you know, when you read Psalm 139 on uh, Lee, Lee Abbey, you know, it's like, there's these great bits, you knit me together in my mother's womb. Mm. And then it's like, mm. oh, get those. Oh, that you would crush all yeah, my enemies. Great. Yeah, exactly. Just do that. Or Peter's reinstatement, you know, like Jesus shows him this absolutely incredible, unconditional love and acceptance and restores him. And, builds, and like, you know, the very next second, oh, what about them over there? What's going to happen yeah. to them? It's like... <laughs> Why are we so fickle? Why, 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 why am I so bad at being present to a truly beautiful moment? I felt like just for a, a moment, I was in the kingdom of God. I glimpsed it. I saw it. I knew I was loved. I knew I was mad. And then my head took me off, and and utterly <laughs> sort of yeah. destroyed this beautiful moment. And and I caught myself doing it, and I thought. I'm going to talk about that with Nick in the podcast. That is so utterly ridiculous. Yeah, I I think it, it's very, very difficult, I think, to stay in the moment, actually. Oh, tell me. You know, I, I just think that's naturally the way of things, that, that you don't get long, I don't think, in that state. Mm. I don't think you do. And I think what you have to do, I guess, is cherish that moment. Yeah, for sure. Well, I do cherish it because, like I said, it was it was joy. I mean, it genuinely yeah. was joy. But what annoys me about myself is that I I feel like I could have enjoyed that for, I don't know, half an hour, maybe yeah, or something yeah. like that. But instead, it lasted a few minutes. And then I, I seem to involuntarily just get into this absolute stupid thought process that yeah, took but it me lasted right a few minutes <laughs> yeah no it, did. it lasted a few <laughs> minutes and those few minutes are the gift aren't they you know i think i think it's i don't know of a way of extending it artificially i, just, I don't know how you would do it because the minute you start to recognize that yeah. you're in the moment to step outside it you've you've broken the fourth wall in a way you've moved away yeah you're observing yourself and and you don't want to observe yourself. You want to be inside yourself. You want to be in that moment. So you, I think whatever you do, in a way, you can't really artificially extend those experiences. You just have to be incredibly grateful for those those moments, like we were talking about with the sports, those moments of exaltation when they come along and recognise yeah. that for most of the time, most of life, we are just simply passing the ball back and forth and not really getting anywhere. You know? Yeah, <laughs> and, well... <laughs> Thank you. I don't feel quite so much of a failure now, but thank you. Well, listen, I don't. Th I don't think that's helpful, is it? That's not the way to think about it, because because for a start, that moment is not your success, is it? No, that's, no, you, it was great. You didn't no. manufacture it. No, no, absolutely not. What you did was turn up. What you did was put yourself in a place where you could go somewhere where you thought it'd be nice to go, and that's good. Yeah. So you can't manufacture it, and and one of the big problems we always have, I think, with christian life is we're always trying to manufacture those moments yeah we're, we're trying to make them happen so we're yeah. outside of them trying to sort of you know make make them work and oh definitely that doesn't really work and i've been back to the pier many times since then but it hasn't been the same and i think that's the thing you kind of want to enshrine these experiences and make them you know, I'll do everything exactly the same as i did that day yeah and i'll feel the same way but it it doesn't work. Well I, well, I think that's what happens in the, what's it called? Is it Transfiguration. Transfiguration. You know, where Peter says, 
let's build some ten- yeah. temples or let's build some tabernacles to capture this. Let's put, yeah. you know, you, you can't, in fact, capture the transcendent moment like that. You can't put it in a box. That's great. I like you that. just have to you'd have to give thanks for the gift but but you you can't um you can't capture those moments and put put them in in, in storage jars in that sense no true yeah what you have to do is 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 remember them and be grateful for them and 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 I think live in the hope and expectation that more are going to come along yes you know. I hope so but you don't know when they're going to come and you don't know if they're going to come you've got to trust haven't you but yeah, I suppose I was just really annoyed with myself that I seemed to so quickly allow that yeah. moment to just drift out, just by not, um, just by allowing my head to go off on some trip of anger. It was just so stupid of me. But there you go, that's what happens. But I'm still grateful for it, and I can still remember it and feel genuine gratitude for that moment yeah. in fact that has carried me through um some stuff really so yeah no i am great oh that's really nice that's really good there you are yeah <laughs> well i think to make space for something to 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 create the space for something is is really what this season is all about as well you know, advent. we're in we rented advent yeah so yeah uh, last yeah. sunday first sunday sure. of advent yeah and um and I saw this great video. They showed it in, in church, actually. It's a video by a group called Busted Halo. I don't know who they are. But explaining sort of what Advent's all about. I'll put a link okay. um, in, the, in the show notes about it. One of the things this video says quite clearly is Advent is not Lent. Right. You know, it's not giving up something. Right. What it is is a preparation. It's preparing our lives and our homes to receive Jesus. Mm. It's kind of getting ready for the for the arrival mm. you know that's what what we can do to get for those moments is we can we can sort of get our lives ready and prepare for whatever arrives um that's the most you can do really you can't in fact ma- as i say manufacture it but i found it a really helpful little video and just that insight was really helpful for me i i could really focus on that i can think what does it look like to get my home ready for jesus this this christmas what does that actually look like to sort of prepare my life or every day to, to, to sort of welcome his arrival, really? That's really interesting because, like, if, if that was the soundbite for the episode, what does it look like to allow my home for G? It would sound like some awful Christian cliche. So, so, <laughs> so, so we should make that the episode title. <laughs> we should, yeah. So what... What do you think that means for you? Or I mean, so far, and you're reflecting on that. What What would that actually look like? Help, help me understand. Well, I mean, our our uh, the our, our vicar really helpfully un- unpacked it, mm. um, and he talked about three things. Of course, he did. Did they begin with the same letter? No, they didn't. We well, see he's not Baptist because he's no, because he's an Anglican. Happens. Wasn't so, trained properly. Yeah. No, no, <laughs> this is true. But he he talked about expectant waiting. Yeah. Uh, hopeful anticipation and cheerful preparation. Um, okay, go through those again. Go through those quite again. similar to me, but anyway, yeah, expectant waiting. Okay. In other yeah. words, you know, waiting that is going to happen. Hopeful anticipation, so looking forward to it, mm. and cheerful preparation, so doing what you can to sort of get ready. And I really like those those yeah, points. I nice. I thought you know the idea of cheerful preparation. Yeah. Because I don't know if, it, if this will surprise you, but sometimes I'm not 
I'm not the most cheerful no. of people. Surely no, I... not. <laughs> cheerful is not something that comes naturally to me. <laughs> you don't say. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, you know, sort of ironic laughter, bitter laughter, that, that comes naturally to me. Uh, but, but cheerful preparation is... I like that. Yeah. It's something I think I need to try. Really, I need and 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 how do you do that spiritually? Well, I think you I think this is where all the spiritual practices come in. They yeah, are yeah, yeah. what they are is ways of preparing yeah. our houses, as it were, for Jesus's arrival. They're just it's a way of um, cheerfully preparing ourselves for Jesus's presence. Mm. So so each morning since then, I've been trying to get up and think. Okay, I'm going to get myself prepared for the presence of Jesus in my life this morning, and seeing where that moment happens. Um, and it, and it might not that might not happen very much during the day. I don't know. Yeah, might not yeah. sense it very much at all. But <laughs> but at least you're in the right sort of frame for it, aren't you? At least you kind of got got your attitude right. I just thought it was interesting and, and helpful. Yeah, really, no, that's great. That's great. Thank you. Well, I do think it's hard, isn't it? These moments mean so much to us. I've had maybe one or two sort of really transcendent moments in my life. Mm. Where you feel like that, you feel sort of taken, almost not quite taken out of yourself, but you're just lost in in mm. the moment, and and it almost seems timeless. You yeah. know, it just goes on. And but but I've realised that you can't manufacture that. You can't chase those. All you can do is 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 prepare the ground for the arrival. You can't really do anything else. And it's it's quite frustrating, I think, to have that. But on the other hand, you know, I don't think there's any other way. I don't see any other no. option I th- for it. I think what I like about Advent is the intentionality. Like we've talked about many times in this podcast is, you know, we, we go full circle back to the quiet time. You know, uh, you, you know, you're told, aren't you, as a Christian, where you should, you know, have a quiet time every day. And then you sort of rebel against it and you kick against it. And you think, oh, no, this is such a... This is such a a chore and a legalism. It doesn't mean anything until you then come back to it and go, do you know what? Actually, to align myself every day to say to God, what are we what are we doing together today? Mm. You know how we and to align yourself to that kind of value and that kind of expectation that you're not alone, but actually you are an agent of the divine work in the world. And so you've got stuff to do today i think is really helpful and i think maybe that is the treasure of the season and that's why i love the brian draper stuff so much because every day it just gives you that little kind of reminder and that little link that 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 you know the divine is present here in this world and sometimes it can look like the divine isn't present it can look dark and terrible and godless and you know like there's all bad news but there's that little flicker of no but that's Mm, not quite mm. right and also i I feel like the energy of this season is that is the light in the darkness that actually actually even in the darkest of things we we can we can now with the divine in cooperation with the divine be a little bit of light so you know go and show some light to someone particularly someone who doesn't deserve it I always think that's good but if you don't know anyone who doesn't give it to someone who does deserve it you know just just try and show some some love in the world and and let your light shine a bit as mm. best you can i for me there's there's some real treasure in in returning to that thought every morning um 
I'm thinking, no, you know, I, I don't know about you, but I wake up in the morning and I think I don't feel inspired to do today, especially when the weather's grotty and it's grey and it's raining and, and it's cold. And you just think, oh, what do I have to do today? But if I can return to some sort of practice that reminds me that I'm a beloved beloved child of the divine and actually there's some stuff for me to do today it might not be the stuff I'm paid to do even that might not be the main action today my sole role might be to encourage you know the person I live with and just to be to show you know to keep showing unmerited kindness to them or merited kindness as the case may be or you know to <laughs> a neighbor or to someone someone you know is struggling a bit just to ring them out the blue and just just to say hey i'm thinking of you today and you know i'm wondering how you are well, there's stuff for us to do and I, I i think always you know the thing about advent or lent or whatever season we happen to be in is there's this just opportunity to remind us that we're connected to the divine and that the divine loves us and even though the thing, even though this time looks dark, actually there's light. I sounded like a sermon. I didn't mean it like that. I mean, God knows how I fail all the time. <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean? Well, I was lost in the moment there. <laughs> Transcendent I tears. I literally had tears in my eyes. I don't think it was joy. No, I don't think it was joy. It was more, <laughs> it's more boredom. <laughs> <laughs> Tears of boredom. <laughs> no, but I think what the other thing from your little story and from what we can reflect on this time is, you know, what are the containers for that moment? What do they look like? They don't mm. have to look like the same thing. They could look like all kinds of things. Mm. They could they could look like the most ordinary encounter. That they, you know, we get ourselves het up. I think about what is a spiritual moment or what is a spiritual practice and what isn't. Um, for you, I know that going to the beach. Mm. is a spiritual practice yeah. you know it's one of your core ones and I, I think that's absolutely great i think one of the things we can do about these moments is at least say where 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 did they happen mm. and and just keep building that in not in the expectation that every time you go and do that's going to happen again because yeah. as you say you've been back to the pier or whatever and it's not happened mm. at least that kind of thing gives you a a sort of template or a kind of idea yeah, about exactly. where, where you feel close, where those, to want of a better word, thin places are. And yeah. maybe those thin places are on, on the terrace watching a, a sporting exactly. occasion. I maybe don't know. They could yeah. be anything. Or in a film or a TV programme or anything. Just be watchful. I know time. for my wife, you know, for example, her the, the theatre is so powerful for her it's what she yeah. absolutely loves yeah and watching dance or watching uh drama is th th those are the places she's going to get those moments there's something bigger going on than just the event itself there's some sort of connection and encounter i, yeah, I yeah. really think that yeah anyway look we we i don't think we have anything else do we have anything no else? no we no we've just else. rambled on aimlessly i'm sorry about that but you know look out for it wherever it comes this week the divine mm. encounter that little moment that little place of encouragement. That's great, yeah. Uh, so thank you very much, as ever, for listening. Um, thank you to those of you who, who write in. Yeah, sorry we didn't do any feedback this week. Sorry, everyone, and thank you for the emails you write in. <laughs> Should you wish to uh, contact us, where do you write to, Joe? <laughs> you would write to joe at midfaithcrisis.org. Excellent. And uh, thank you to all those who do that. Thank mm. you to those who support the podcast. Mm. Thank you. Thank you to you, Joe. 
No, thank you to you, Nick. No, I couldn't <laughs> do it with. <laughs> thank you to. Uh, Please finish. You... Please just thank finish. you for the music. The song I'm singing. I am so lucky. I am the girl with golden hair. That song is very much about me. Anyway, I need to go. I want to go now. And thank you for listening to the worst ending we've ever done. Good night. (laughs) 